Hello and welcome to the Mobile Home Park Expert Podcast. I'm Jason Sroden, joined by the Mobile Home Park Expert himself, Glenn Esterson. Glenn, how are you today? Uh, just another fine day out there, I tell you. Fine day in MHP world. Well, today I wanted to talk about, because everybody, I've been reading some forums and you know everybody's talking about this, uh, you know, worried about, uh, you know, the increases, the and everything like that, but still saying this is like one of the best businesses to invest in and be a part of. And so I thought today we could kind of dive into why uh, passive investing in MHP is so awesome because yeah. people seem to really enjoy it and it's growing and no better person to give us that than you. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's as close to the mailbox money as you get once you get it right. You know, and it's it's nice, you know, so like from there's there's a couple ways to be a passive investor in MH. You know, the, the most passive way is just be an LP in, in an organization that is doing good things that you believe in and that has the right track record and you'll see substantial returns. I was just looking online today at a couple at the very few public companies that, that we have and some of these guys are up two thousand percent. Okay, from when from when they IPO'd, you know, a decade or two ago or whatever. Um, and when you look at just since COVID started, from March 20th, roughly, um, the gains that these guys have seen have been north of 100% in stock value. Okay, so very, very passive way to be involved. Okay, buy some of these public company stocks that definitely seem to be on the, the right track. They still seem significantly undervalued. From a you know from a retail standpoint, and you know th that's a very easy way to go. Um, and all you got to do is just talk to your stockbroker or go online and buy some stock. Another easy way is just be an LP, like I was saying, in somebody's company uh, that you believe in, and you give them whatever you know whatever fees that you guys have agreed with. You know, typically it's something like a hundred thousand dollars plus or minus, and most of the time you have to be an accredited investor to to get involved. Uh, there are new structures out today that allow a lower entry point in. Um, I don't know that I advise them. I've not you know, participated in things like that, but another very good way to be a passive MHP guy. You know, you give, you give a great operator some money and you're gonna see some nice returns on that. And especially when they go and refinance after three to five, seven years, usually that's when they cash you out and, and you make a nice hit or they sell the parks and you also make a nice hit. Um, but then getting into the guys that want to actually be more involved than just a, a silent partner that divvies up some money is, you know, is where a lot of people get excited about with this is they come in and they hear about the mailbox money. Uh, but almost in all circumstances, you're not buying mailbox money from day one. Almost always, almost always, especially if you're buying a value add or anything that's got a lot of meat on the bone, you're going to work for it. Um, and so it's, deciding how much time and energy that you're willing to put in, you know, into this thing to get it to the mailbox money type of aspect. So, you know, people will buy a park and, you know, you know, it'll have some vacancy, right. And you're going to want to infill that vacancy. You're going to want to really figure out the management group because part of being passive is not having to take the phone calls about the leaky toilet and about the things like that. So you're going to want to get, uh, good management in and, and today now more than ever we got more managers 
out there than, than we've ever seen from a national standpoint. There's some great national groups that do a bang up job. And then of course your, your local property managers, if you train them right, um, they will do just fine for you and probably cost you a fraction of the, of, of the price. Uh, so you eventually get the management figured out. You eventually get your occupancy figured out. Uh, you've built back all the utilities or you bought a park that already had direct utilities. And eventually when you do it all right, you can actually just sit back and manage your small group who manages your community or portfolio and truly receive very passive income. I mean, we have thousands of investors that, you know, are, are doing this every day. Um, it's not as easy as it seems, uh, especially if you're buying a value add. But, um, you know, if, if I was a, a buyer today in, in, in the market, regardless of how frothy it might be or how underpriced it might be, I would be looking at the most stabilized, easiest possible deal to buy in the best located location. I'm not scared of three and four caps on entry because I know what the horizon looks like. I know it goes up from there with, with you know, proper streamlines and time. And it's really a matter of, of debt. Um, and those can be very passive right out the gate because you're usually buying an entire management team. You're usually buying a, a well-oiled machine with, you know, how the tenants are paying on time and the homes have already been, you know, offloaded to the tenants. So it's, it's a lot rent type of uh, agreement, the land lease agreement. And these, these are the things that, you know, for me on my everything, you know, I do time value headache, right? So for, for me, that's, that's, the, the most painless entry point that I'd be finding. And yes, I would pay a lot to be involved in something that starts at three, four or 5% and then goes up from there on a very scheduled basis. To me, that seems like I don't have to think too hard and I just got to manage a couple of people. Um, if you want more meat on the bone, it, it, it just goes down from there, you know, from the, the ease and up from there with the headache. And yes, your returns will likely go up too. Uh, so it, it, it kind of depends on how you really want to, to navigate your, your passive role in MH. Can one person, do you think, manage, you know, a lot of these, you know, have several mobile home park investment investments going and it still remain passive? Is there like a limit? Would you say, hey, it's it's going to require, you're going to be past passive when you get to 10 or something like that? Well, it's, it's you're always going to have to manage your team. Right. So you have to be able to scale your team if you're trying to have 10 parks while well, your one manager isn't going to be able to do 10 parks. Right. So if you're going to have 10 parks, you're probably going to have 10 on-site managers. Uh, maybe you're lucky and you have five on-site managers because your parks are close, you know, in, in clusters, but you're still going to have to manage those people. So the next obvious thing to do is buy a, or, or hire a regional manager that covers those 10 people. Um, and for most people in the industry, if you're buying more than one or two, you're probably going for as many as you can get and you're trying to scale. Uh, for the, the new guy coming in that just wants one or two and just have a nice, simple, passive stream of income that's reliable, you know, you're probably not looking at buying, you know, tons of parts. You're probably just buying the one or two. And you really shouldn't, you know, in, in that case, you know, unless, unless if you're young and hungry and, and you got, you know, the will of, you know, giants, you probably want to buy something that's streamlined because uh, those you can take over very quickly, passively. And but you're not trying to scale your business; you're just trying to optimize a single part or two. And that's that can be very easy because you're only dealing with your manager and you're only dealing with your whoever you're putting in charge. Now, if you're the hands-on type of guy, 
you'll never be a passive guy anyways, because you're just not built that way, right? You know, the guys that love to be at the parks every day and talking to their tenants and, and getting under trailers and fixing things and just looking for things to do, those guys aren't interested in being passive. Um, they like to work for that kind of stuff. But for those of you that have, you know, a nice job somewhere and that requires your, 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 your uh, foremost attention and then you got your family there that's also requiring your, your, your top attention, you know, it might not be the best thing for you to do something where you got to work. So pay the piper, buy the stable park with management in place, and you can see nice returns, well better than what the market uh, or what the banks are going to pay on interest. You know, usually, you know, in, in many years, it's better than the stock market performs. Uh, lately, stock markets have been up and down, but, you know, we've seen some substantial uh, growth in stock markets with real estate funds since, since COVID crash and the rebound since. So it just kind of depends. Is there a better or best time to jump into these MHP investments? You know, the, sometimes there's season. Oh, so there is. So there is yeah, seasonality. Yeah, 10 years ago is <laughs> the best time, right? Next best time is today. Um, and that's how you're going to feel in 10 years from now. I don't care if you buy it. The, the guys even that bought in the peak in 2007 and eight that were able to sustain the, the pain that, that came through, those guys still look smart today you know, 15 years later, right? The guys who bought parks in 08 that managed to go through things, even if they overpaid, but managed to get through the downturn and are still here today, those guys are looking like, you know, geniuses. Um, so it's, you know, yes, it's better to wait till there's a buyer's market and you're at the bottom of a market, and, you know, the whole economy had collapsed and da, 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 da. But you know, what was hard back then was getting financing. So a lot of these guys were buying parks, you know, in cash during the crash, right? So if you're not there, the financing now is pretty good. It's it's starting to climb. I'd, I'd be cautious of, of, of buying some short-term debt if you're a value-add operator right now, okay? But if you're the passive investor that wants a, a mailbox money park, the debt's still pretty good, and you're going to get, you know, you know, decent, sometimes recourse debt, but seven- or ten-year debt, and you're going to be fine. Even if the interest rates go up to 7 8%, like some people are calling for, you're going to be fine because you locked in something plus or minus 4 or 5% right now. Um, and that, that, that will help you maintain it, be a passive investment where you don't have to be up against the gun with refinancing and, and hitting all that stuff. Because the bridge loans are scary. They're great. Interest only. Cash flow like a king. You can afford to buy more expensive parks. But in two years' time, when you have to refinance that out, that you know you might take, you might take a hit. It's possible. Yep. This know? reminds me of the Chinese proverb, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is now. And yeah. with that, we leave you with, you know, go out and look at these investments. If you're curious or need more information, contact Glenn. He's very accessible. G Esterson at the MHP expert.com. And you can reach Glenn at his awesome phone number, 720-MHP4U. That's 720-MHP4U. You can also visit his website, uh, themhpexpert.com. Glenn, as always, we thank you for your insights. Everybody, thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We will see you next time.